Hello, I'm Nathan Barnett, a former grave digger from New England, and welcome to the whole story. Today, I have a very special guest who knows a lot about all things spooky, Susie Burhau. Wow, nice to be here. Oh, Thanks thank for you, having me. Thank you for oh joining gosh. me. Uh, yeah. This is my fancy studio You're in the middle of the woods. Up. Yeah. There's actually a, a spooky man behind you in the woods. If you turn to right down, do you see him? <gasps> Where is he? No, farther back. It's like on the other side. Yes. That's him. You no, found like him. a shadow person. I, th I think it is supposed to be a shadow person or it's just a guy taking a leak in the woods. Yeah. I'm not sure. And I don't know what's scarier. <laughs> we have another special guest with us. Frankenstein, the dog. He's not much of a Frankenstein anymore though because he's only got one Frankenstein tooth. He's so sweet. Until, he's a good, good co-host. Until the, do the mailman comes, he's sweet. <laughs> it's, he's a cliche. He barks at the mailman. So, yeah, you're basically like Disney style. Uh, what was it? The gravekeeper there and the ride. Have you been on oh, the Haunted Mansion ride? And they yes. have the guy with the grave digger. With yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like me and Frank. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You just need like some like keys on your hip. Oh, and wow. Just to be it, carrying a shovel at all times. I did have keys on my hip when I worked at the cemetery, so I could get into the shed and unlock all the mowers and everything. We had like cables running through the mowers. So I did have the cliche keys. You know, I'm on a Disney ride. I'm one of the um, people. It's in, where did the last Disney World open up? China, I think. Yeah. Right? I'm in one of the, I'm one of the, the pirates in the ride. It's on the Pirates what? of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. That's well, I amazing. I wasn't allowed to talk about it for a long time. Um, maybe I'm not supposed to still. <laughs> did they like mocap you for I it? Think it's, yeah. So it was crazy. It was, uh, they like put barnacles all over me. And I was in this thing like this. So, like, when you go down, I think that park's open now. So, maybe I can talk about it. I mean, yeah, Hong Kong Disney. Yeah, is that open now? Yeah. Oh, okay. it's been open for years. Okay, cool. I did it in, like, 2014, I think. Was it open then? It must have, must must have been, been opening. Yeah. Anyways, you go on the boat. You, like, go underwater. Right when the ride starts, the first thing you see that's, like, spooky is these two guys in, like, the things. And it's me and this other guy. And we had barnacles all over our face, and they had like the crazy cameras all over us. And it was because we we're holograms. My face is a hologram, yeah. and I had to say like all these Chinese words, but I didn't know how to say the Chinese words. Yeah. So what they had us do is say other sounds and words that weren't words that would make my mouth look like I'm saying those words. Yeah. So I'd say like steering bike tree stump move move pipa, and it was like just weird things. But I would say that, and then it would look like I said, blah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, the Chinese yeah. words. So, anyway, they made me think of that. And I haven't mentioned that to anyone in, like, a long time. That's amazing. And that's kind of a haunted thing. I'm a guest of a ghost pirate yeah. that's stuck in the thing, so I guess yes. it's kind of appropriate for this. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's so cool. You should go and, and I, film I yourself want to. on the ride doing the thing. Oh, I, yeah, the but that's me. They're like, yeah. huh, what? Right, get out of the way. Yeah, I want to. I would love to go see it. It's I like Google Johnny pictures. Depp. He, like, goes on the Pirates oh, of the Caribbean yeah. and, like, is himself. What if you just look I, on I heard and that. yourself? Oh, that's so cool. It'd be very underwhelming. And they'll go, oh, either they'll think there's a homeless man who's sleeping in the ride, or they realize, this, oh, it's the guy who wants a second more attention than he could get. I got paid pretty well for that, though. Yeah? Yeah, because it was Disney, and it was like, it was a good deal. Yeah, I don't know how I got that. I think someone saw a video or something. Well, like, speaking of Disney and, like, the Haunted Mansion ride, mm -hmm. uh, that was one of the first things that got me into grave markings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, we got to talk about these grave markings. I had no idea this was a thing. Yeah. So you know so you know the, what markings mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, like, completely fascinating. Victorians were obsessed with death. 
Really? Like, that was their jam. Like, every day they'd wake up and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to die. I should enjoy today. Yeah, like, that yeah. was how they wow, started Wow, that's, like, day. a nice way to think. You can't yeah. do that anymore. Well, you try to, but it's they, hard. They had this thing called, like, Memento Mori, which is, like, remember to die. And basically, like, every day they would remind themselves about that. So that was a daily part of life. Um, and it all started because of Victoria losing Prince Albert. And when he died, she went into mourning, I think, for, like, eight years. Wow. And she only wore black. And that's where it kind of started. So back in Victorian times, after what, she why would she wear black? Because she her person, she was just depressed. She was just in personal mourning. Wow! Yeah. So she was like the first person to do that. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, wow. yeah, and like, well, because she did it, it set the tone for every like lady. She had to be the same way. Wow! So if their significant other died, they also would go into mourning for years and years at a time. Wow! Yeah. So so was it like a rule to? mourn for a certain amount of time like yeah well to like, show respect for the person who died yeah yeah okay and i mean like even like people would have to show how much they were mourning like women for example to prove carry... people how sad they were yeah <laughs> have you heard of uh tear catchers no i've never heard oh of my that. god so another victorian thing uh women would collect like perfume sample bottles and then when they would empty they would use them to collect their tears and they would seal off the vial once it was full of tears and they would give it into back to their significant other when they returned from war but if they didn't come back then they just had this vial of tears so when their significant other would like come back from death oh no from war oh from war but like sometimes if they wouldn't they would just have this vial of tears oh Oh, so mourning isn't just death oh yeah oh Oh. mourning is like a whole thing but uh wow i mean even That's going so into weird. their they're so obsessed with it it was everywhere but even going back to the grave markings each marking represented a different thing mm-hmm. um and like even when you go through graveyards today in america you'll find graves have things like lambs on them yeah and that repre- represents like a child who might have died too soon because like it's like a lamb of god thing yeah yeah um but victorians weren't big on putting religious markers on graves Okay. Yeah, so you won't find like a lot of crosses or things like that. Um, but for example, like uh, a bale of hay would mean that someone lived a full life. They had a great time. They were a full wow. harvest. Wow. What year is was, is this this type of thing taking place? Like what year? What is the date? 1800s. I guess the Victorian times. Yeah, just 1800s. around like the 1800s. Okay. And uh, like a, a rose that was like the stem would be broken would meant that they were cut down before their time. Like wow. Oh, that's woman. clever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they had all kinds of things. The most famous ones you'll see in graveyards today are um, skulls with wings. And uh-huh. I'm sure you've seen a lot yeah, of those. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's just kind of a literal representation of an angel going on. Mm-hmm. You'll see an hourglass with wings. Uh, I've seen that. I've seen many of those. Yeah, that's like the passage of time and yeah. passing on from that. So, I mean... As There's so many. As you're like talking, I'm trying to remember because at the cemetery, I would weed whack around every headstone and I would read them all and look at all the images, but I don't remember what I saw. I can't remember shapes. I know like, you know, the Jewish star and crosses and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, things for religion. Um, and then there was the Civil War end of the cemetery. There was like a whole other section that was like really old. Yeah. And that's where your feet would like sink into like holes and stuff. Yes. One time I found a bone. I like to think it was a finger bone because my brother <laughs> Seth worked there for a short time before me. And he's like, oh, you find finger bones in the old Dell, which is the old section. Um, but I don't remember. And a lot of oh. those headstones you couldn't even read anymore because it was just like yeah. so worn off. Yeah, oh, out. they'll get completely worn off. Mm. Uh, I bet you saw a lot of Masonic symbols because uh, if you're thinking like... If someone was a Mason, they yeah. had a symbol, right? And they had symbols yeah. for jobs. What was the Mason symbol? Uh, it'll be like the, uh, what's it called? The thing they use, oh, compass. Yeah. The compass. Or yeah. the, um, the math, oh, the compass? Or is it like that math... 
yeah, yeah. protractor or whatever type thing. Oh, it is a compass? Yeah. yeah, we like make it walk on a table yeah. or whatever. Like pirates yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, that's what everybody does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, that thing. So that was, what is a mason? Someone to cut stone? Uh, right? Well, I mean, Got, yes. Cut his own headstone, basically. Yeah, yeah. He a designed mason, his own thing. They do do that, uh, stone masons. Mm. Um, but masons were a fraternity of men, uh, so they would be like, oh, like, if you need... Uh, stonework done you would only go to one of your fraternity brothers and things like that so you all help each other up with your businesses uh-huh. but it's also a place for men to gather and deal with manly things okay so it's kind of like an elk's lodge type yeah thing yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. it was men's only uh it wasn't until like i don't know like maybe like early 1900s that they let women have their own version oh, wow. called like rebecca's so daughters stupid. of rebecca and stuff yeah I, even today you can't join them there's the first who wants ever, to join them then i know well i looked into <laughs> It's like a bunch of grumpy old men. I'm like really into like the symbolism behind that them too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like a whole other thing. Uh, but there is one women's Masonic Lodge and it's only in Los Angeles. Really? Yeah. Oh, have you been there? I, I emailed them to like try and join. Cause, yeah, like, yeah. Because you have to like volunteer hours. It's a community service type thing nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I just want to make sure like are there people there that give me my age? Because yeah. like, I know that it's aging out. Like it's yeah, all yeah. older generations <laughs> so now. I doubt there's anyone there yeah. 20s or 30s. And they, and they refused to tell me if there's anyone my age. So I was like, all right, I don't want to like dedicate yeah. like 100 hours a week to hang out with a bunch of old people. Uh, yeah. And I want to be people my own age. It'd be cool so. just to say you're in the group, I yeah. guess. They'd be like, oh, what you, I'm in the, ma- it's the, not even the like women's Masonic group. Them, like, no? Yeah, because they don't Do you get like a card or anything? You're just in and you just get to say you're in? That'd be cool. But yeah. And then would you be able to put that symbol on your headstone? Yeah. If you were, te- I mean, that makes you technically a mason, or you're in the masons club. They have or their own symbol. I think okay. the Rebecca's is like a star, and then it has like a symbol at each side, of the corner of the star. Okay. Yeah. Do you th- but, do you think about your own death yes. ever? Oh my god, all the time. I tell my husband all the time. I'm like, when you make my gravestone, like oh. I want it to be like this grand, like gothic mausoleum. So you want to be buried? And, like. No, I want to be uh, but, cremated. But have but, a headstone. But I just want, just like, something. Marker. I mean, even if I, like, just had it now just to look at it, because, mm-hmm. like, I'm obsessed with graves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, we could talk about the most beautiful you could, graves I think, in the can world. You, I think you can get your grave before, because oh, when yeah. I worked, with people would reserve plots, and there'd be, like, a section open, and then heads, you know, graves around them, and it'd be, like, an open section because this family, like, hasn't died yet. Yeah. But, yeah, you can reserve it. I wonder if you Nick could, like, put your headstone. Does he have his headstone, too? Yeah, it's a pyramid. <laughs> Really? Have you not seen it? I is it in the Hollywood forever? Oh, it's New Orleans. I, think so, I haven't yeah. seen it. It's an actual pyramid. Yeah. Wow, like a big one. Yeah. Kind of like. Well, not like not like King Tut. No, no, no. I mean, but, but yeah. it's like it's like you definitely notice it yeah. in the cemetery. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you ever been to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery? I I walked through that one briefly. Yeah. Okay. I only went once yeah. recently, and it was like some like I don't even remember. I was going with my friend, and she, it was like something about like just talk. Some people talking old people talking we were like the youngest people there and it was the first time I ever went in there and it was kind of cool just to see like there's headstones headstones but then would be like a, a building in the middle of an area that didn't have like big buildings and there'd be like so many random structures from all these celebrities that wanted like big theatrical yeah. things and I'm picturing a pyramid oh. like that I thought I figured it would be in Hollywood Forever Cemetery with all the it's other too ones expensive. but yeah there's a there's a cemetery not too far from my work and uh, the funny thing about cemeteries these days is like they want it to be a place where people come to hang out. Yeah, they try yeah. and make them as beautiful as possible uh-huh. so people want to walk through mm-hmm. them. We got a lot of power walkers in the morning. Yeah. That was the first people that'd be like, before the gates were open, they'd get in and just walk around the cemetery when I first get there. But, but yeah, I can see wanting to hang out in the cemetery because it's a lot, it's a grassy tree, yeah. tree-ish area, you know? The Hollywood Forever one, they do the movie on the lawn. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never seen that. But I've seen pictures of everyone going there. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's really popular. But you live in the Hollywood area. 
it's still weird for me. I'm afraid to die big yeah. time. No I way, think, really? Yeah, oh, I think man, what it, death, take me now. Like, oh my god, no, 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 no. <laughs> I already think I opened a portal in this place by telling these ghost stories. So don't bring death in here because he'll show up. I know it. I, I when I turned thirty, so like seven years ago, I think it was around thirty. I just. I, I was very ignorant in my 20s. I just never thought about anything beyond right then. It's kind of like the cliche, like, oh, young people don't think about anything yeah. besides what's happening right now. And it's true. But then all of a sudden, my mind opened, and I started thinking bigger thoughts. And I thought about death all the time. And I do a lot of, like, physical stunts and things. Yeah. And I had nightmares about me, like, snapping my neck and, like, daydreams, too, about, like, oh, today's the day I'll die because I'm going to go film this thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. And it'll make me, like, kind of, like, restrain myself from doing the things I truly want to yeah. do, like, in a video. And I don't like that because I don't. I'm, I don't want to be afraid to die, but I'm so afraid to die because I'm just not ready. I have so much I want to do. What you're explaining is anxiety. I guess it is, <laughs> I but I have like it's a fear. Is that anxiety of dying specifically yeah. too early? And yeah. like I'm okay with dying at some point because I know my your brain changes, and even already now my mind is different than it was when I was in my 20s. I'm sure when I'm like in my 70s, getting into 80s, whatever, I'm like, all right, whatever. It, yeah. it happens at some time now. Cool. But right now, I can't. So I need you yeah. to try to stop thinking about it. But you're welcoming it. You're like, you don't want to die now, well, obviously. Like, you know, like when you're on an airplane and you hit turbulence, you're like, this is it. I'm going to die. And I'm just like, all right, yeah. that's cool. I lived a good life. Like, I'm happy. <laughs> I understand I that. I thoughts like that. Because so. I can let go in a situation where I'm out of control. I'm like, well, it's out of my control. It actually yeah. relaxes you. Know, it's like, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. If I die, oops, you know, yeah. I did some cool stuff. Yeah, that in that situation, I can understand. But, but don't like, get me wrong, I'm joking. I, I love my life. Yeah, so. <laughs> totally, I'm sure. But you're not, you don't fear it, or at all? I don't, no. no. Wow. Yeah, and, like, I never, like, think about, like, sitting in a coffin, like, rotting with, like, magazines yeah, yeah, yeah. or, like, because I'm not going to be there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. won't. Do you think that you go somewhere else or your consciousness goes somewhere else? It's going to freak you out, but no, I don't. Like, I, I think that once you're dead, like, you're gone. Like, your energy is just gone. How do you feel about I it? I feel the complete opposite. Yeah? <laughs> because, I don't know if it's because, I don't know what it is. I grew up Catholic. Yeah. Um, I I still believe there's something, it's cause it, maybe it's because it's comforting yeah. to think you go somewhere. I don't know if it's like, because we don't know. No one knows. Unless someone came back and said, oh, no, there's heaven. It's pretty cool. I'm going to go back to see you Some later. Some people have. Apparently. I mean. But I just don't know. You don't know what to believe until you go there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I choose to believe that, because this is what I think. I'm going to cut to a tight shot of me now and just get a little <laughs> explanation here of how I feel. I feel it's super, your consciousness is different than any other animal. And the fact that we're aware that we're alive and I said this recently to my friend Bob uh, a while ago when they were um, doing the uh, they were like not a while ago, like a long long time ago uh, in the 1600s they were doing like experiments to like shock people and get their bodies to come back to life yeah. it's like that's what inspired Frankenstein or whatever apparently um, and there were people were freaking out They're like it's coming bad it's coming back to life but then they realized oh no it's not coming back to life yeah. so that made me think why don't what is it that leaves you that shuts you off forever? Yeah. Once that's gone, it's off. You can unplug anything else in this world in our universe that we've created, but a living creature, you can't plug in, in, plug in and unplug. Yeah. Why? That means something is in us that is turning us on that it goes somewhere. Yeah. And I just also believe in reincarnation. This is going to sound like a, like a major, not even a humble brag, just a straight-up brag. The Buster Keaton died... I love Buster Keaton. He was he he died on February first, and I was born on February second. 
and reincarnation apparently starts 15 years to a thousand years that's like uh indians uh native americans i should say <laughs> Oops. uh and uh uh what are they uh, egyptians um it takes place between 15 years and thousand years according to them and I was born like to the day 15 years after Buster Keaton died. So I like to think, ooh, cool. No one else is doing physical comedy right now, but I am. So I must be Buster Keaton again. So that's just like a, that's a crazy thought. But I do think there's possibly reincarnation, yeah. old souls, you know? Yeah. I just, it sounds very nice. So I don't know. I just like to believe I that. Mean, yeah. But I, I don't have any solid beliefs or anything. And yeah. I, like I said, like I love to hear other people's opinions because I don't know. Yeah. Nobody knows. But like, from your just life and the things you've experienced and things you've learned, your perspective. I have experienced things that I cannot explain. Oh, yeah? Like, please tell? Oh, my God. Tell? So, uh, I didn't find this out until many years later, but apparently uh, there are certain things that are more attractant to spirits. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was told that... Uh, people going through adolescence uh, is a big attractant to spirits for some reason because kids yeah, yeah. have a better time seeing ghosts. Like, you'll see babies all the time. That are, you know, mm-hmm. people think that they're looking at ghosts and things. And also, uh, there's a strange connection between women and spirits. There's been a thing for a long time, people saying that women are a lot more sensitive to it. Uh-huh. Than to it. Um, so when I was going through adolescence, there were two women in my house because I have an identical twin sister. Oh. So we were both at the same time. And around that time, crazy things started happening in our house. Uh, I want to so, hear. Yeah, um, I still don't have an explanation for this, but the walls in my sister's in my bedroom would bleed wax. Now, what? we didn't like burn candles in our room, so it's like not, not candle wax on the walls. You didn't smoke or So do it was like sweating anything. almost? It was I'll... sweating wax in our room. What? And it was it was totally bizarre. Uh, you know, we would, of course, come home from school, school early, then lay down to take a nap. We shared a room. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would hear people walking back and forth through the house. And... Um, our room was at the end of a hallway, and then if we looked in the end of the hallway, you could see the kitchen. Uh-huh. And oftentimes, we'd get up in the middle of the night, walk past that hallway, you'd see somebody in the kitchen. And we'd ask, who was in the kitchen late last night? Nobody was there. Um, so there were these like shadowy figures that we would see throughout the house. And I wow. would always come to my parents and wow. be like, the house is haunted. Can we please like move? And they'd be like, the house isn't haunted. Like, you're... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Go, go away. Um, they never saw anything? They never... Did they, what did they say with the wax? <laughs> Oh, oh man, Wait it gets on better. Me. It gets better. Oh, this is awesome. So, uh, eventually, I get my own bedroom, and it's always been considered the creepiest room in the house because someone had died in there. What? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> like, explain that. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, like, who? So before you lived there, the, yes. the person right before you lived there. Do you uh, know? No, it was one of my family members. Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> but uh, so, anyways, like, okay, wow. It was a, it was a creepy room. Nobody liked to be in there. It was the room in the house, of course, that had the coldest air, you know, uh-huh. things like that. So people always associated it with the creepiest room. Um, and there was a night I woke up because, like, I felt someone staring at me. You know the feeling when uh-huh. someone's staring at you. And I sit up in bed, and there's a dark, shadowy figure standing in the doorway of my room blocking the door. And it's the shape of a man. Uh-huh. Like, I got to say, six foot one, six foot two, huge man in my room. Terrified me. Yeah. I turn on the TV because it's this like light switch I have to uh-huh. me. It's gone. I freak the fuck out. It happens again the next night. They're just standing there. And like when you turn on the lights, they're gone. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And, but you wake up because you feel someone staring at you. Like totally. You wake up with that feeling like the hair is standing mm-hmm. up on the back of your neck and your arms. You know something is happening. Uh huh. Um, so eventually I'm sleeping with the lights on in my room for a long time. And my dad goes, you need to stop that. Like you're burning up the electricity bill. And I finally like tell my dad, you know, like, remember I said the house was haunted? Well, like this is happening to me. 
And uh, my dad told me, like, the way you get rid of this is you just tell them, you know, you're scaring me, leave me alone. I've heard that. And all these ghost stories I read, people have thought it when they're like, they can't talk because they're so in shock. And they've said it out loud. And it always stops. Yeah. Or stops momentarily. And then it starts up back again. But that's it's crazy it how that's why I think you go somewhere else when you die because these ghost stories and I read so many yeah maybe it's just a common flaw of a human brain and we trick ourselves into thinking things and that's why so many people I it's like it's more exciting for me to think everyone's having these experiences everyone but more people are having these experiences and they're all so similar and these are complete strangers different times different decades and they're um, they're talking to these things that stop and they're seeing things move and then it stops yeah. and hearing these noises. So that's why I think we're existing on maybe possibly another plane, you know, or like a dimension or Dimensions, whatever. Kind yeah. of like, and like there's maybe a, and maybe we are ghosts to other people. Yeah. I and, mean, we could like, all be existing in the same yeah. world, but in different dimensions. Totally. Yeah. So that's where this gets like even stranger, Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. So my dad tells me that I do that. The ghost leaves. I never, ever see the shadowy figure ever again. Um, and years later, I come up to my dad and I'm like, I don't care what you said. That house was haunted. They moved out of it long since. I'm like, oh yeah, the house was absolutely haunted, but we couldn't tell you guys that at the time because we didn't want to scare you even more. He said that they had been in bed and seen a Victorian woman run through their room. What? And there have been stories of my mom waking up in the night because someone smacked her foot. Oh my god! And she actually like felt the physical sensation of it. Thought uh, it was my dad joking around, getting into bed. He wasn't in the room. Wow. Things like that had been happening to them too. Where was this? In Florida. In Florida. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, um, but years later, this is the best. Yeah. So <sighs> I wrote into Mysterious Universe, which is one of my favorite like paranormal podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's two Australian guys. They're awesome. And I wrote in my story. And they read it on air, and they were like, okay, so what you're dealing with isn't a ghost, which shocked me, because I was like, I thought this was a ghost story. They said, no, 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 this is a shadow person. Um, And basically, what they are saying is that it's someone who's astral projecting, um, or someone who's in another dimension. Um, So that's when you have like an out-of-body experience when you're about to fall asleep. So oh. some people will So, like, if you were doing that here, you would go somewhere else and haunt somebody else, possibly. Yeah. I mean, like, like, well, no one knew or knows. I mean, I don't know anything about this. But uh, that you would actually even be seen doing it. Because some people, they'll do it. Like, for example, they'll fall asleep with a spoon in their hand. Dolly did this for his paintings. Mm-hmm. He would fall asleep with a spoon in his hand. And then as he was slipping to sleep, the spoon would slip out of his hand and bang as it hit the floor or a dish uh-huh. and then he'd wake up in this sleep-like state so people who are astral projecting will do that and then they'll be like i want to visit my childhood home you know or things like that for example and they'll imagine their childhood home and walking through it and it could have been a situation like that wow yeah because we weren't the first owners of that house like someone else had lived there before us uh-huh. um so those are different things too that could come into play I mean, like I said, my house is also a portal for activity like that. That's, like, not the only thing that's happened there. But, uh... You're, like, the best guest I could ever have. (laughs) This is awesome. I mean, I'm so into this kind of stuff. Like, this is, like... So is this yeah. kind of what started your interest in all this? Like just your childhood? I mean, and Or were you always kind of like intrigued by it? I was always kind of intrigued by it. I mean, I was always like really into goth culture when I was yeah, in high yeah. school and things. I was really into that. Um, but it wasn't until I started learning about the Victorians and how they mourned death that I really got into things. And wow. then I really started revisiting things that had happened to me. So, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I kind of thought everybody had the same experiences. Like totally. Like weird things that happen. And then, you know, you tell people things that have happened to you and they're like, that's crazy. Like, what's, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man. Um, 
Have you ever been to New England? I haven't. No? Wait, man, you should, maybe I did briefly, yeah. Like Boston or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah, for like um, a weekend. There, There's some good spots. Yeah? My parents stay in this place called the Wayside Inn. Um, I haven't like properly told this story on the internet before because I always mess it up. So my parents were going to like type it out for me, but I can give you the gist of it. There's a place called the Wayside Inn in Massachusetts. And on their anniversary, it's like a very small like inn, like a two, yeah. I think there's two or three rooms you can stay in. And it's haunted by this woman who's apparently like looking for her husband. So she does a lot of stuff to men. Um, the two things that happened, and my dad's a very practical guy, yeah. but he's, he, if something weird happens, you know, he goes, Ooh, he'll get excited and intrigued by it. But my mom full on loves ghosts. Just yeah. accepting them. She, my mom does tarot cards. Oh my She's God. very, very intuitive. And uh, apparently, I talked to psychics and stuff, yeah. and my mom, because she kind of got me into that. And I, apparently, I'm pretty intuitive, and I, I have said things out loud to my friends, like to say to see if I'm right, and it'll happen later that day or happen the next day. Things like this, I have this feeling for, and it's a random thing that happens. And my friend Paul, who's the most scientific, pragmatic person, if pragmatic's the right word, but he's just so like, he doesn't believe in hoobie booby stuff. Yeah. And he'll say that was weird. How did you figure that out? <laughs> and like Seth is even more so, my younger brother. Apparently, my mom uh, taught us, not didn't teach us, but like was open to us exercising this muscle. We did things when we were little. We went to like this psychic and played games like that we didn't realize. We just thought we were playing with papers and stuff, but apparently it was to exercise and show, see how intuitive you were. Yeah. Um, but anyways, my mom is super into it. So my mom is very welcoming for ghosts. So it's a big part of her life. And they go to this place because she wants to see this ghost and experience things with this ghost. And everything always happens to my dad. Yeah. And he's like, oh, God. So they went to the Wayside Inn, and they stayed there recently. And the thing that happened in the middle of the night was they were sleeping, and then all of a sudden my dad felt someone grab his thighs and pull down to his feet. And he, like, <gasps> woke up. was like, what? My mom woke up. like, what happened? What happened? And apparently, you know, then he told her. And he's like, oh, someone grabbed my legs. Someone pulled down my legs. My mom was like, oh, you were here. We're here. We're here. Hello. Hello. She's not talking. Nothing happened. And then uh, at some other point in the night before or after that, there was a couple staying across from there. You go up the staircase, and there's two rooms. My parents' room and another couple's room. And you both share the same staircase. They heard the couple coming upstairs, talking. And my parents were like, wow, it's pretty late. Um, they're coming up. They're going to bed late. Went down in the morning, saw the couple eating breakfast, and said, oh, you guys came up late last night. And they said, yeah. no, you, we heard you guys coming up late. We were in bed. And they're back, we were in bed. And uh, then they all started talking about it. And they were talking about how they heard two voices. And they started realizing, oh, it was, it was two women. Um... I'm saying it wrong. My mom and dad say it right, so it sounds like I have to like backtrack every time to tell these stories. They heard two voices. It was apparently the woman, the ghost woman, and her friend walking up the stairs, and then they never heard a door open. So they thought they just like quietly went to the other room. Yeah. And then all four of them were like, "Whoa, that was crazy!" So those like the two good things that happened there. But I unfortunately don't have like good ghost stories to tell. I just There's have so things that surround to go me. To have these I know in, in New England specifically. So I'm gonna try to go to some places and like do like some research and stuff i went to the queen mary recently oh yeah yeah. That's i stayed in the, the queen mary have you been there I have. apparently it's the most haunted place in the world they say really it says it on a lot of websites that it's like uh, the most haunted place i hear a lot of places they claim that though i, I heard that in like the winchester right rifle uh, mansion I love the i've never i haven't house. been there that's worth a trip can you stay there uh they did apply for a license to let people spend the night oh, yeah. but they only have one bathroom in the entire uh, building oh wow yeah that's so oh like my god you have to people. do a video on that i want that to is, that is enough content to do i still i haven't edited the video that i did on the boat but i'm very into that boat so you yeah. know the whole story about the queen mary 
Yeah, yeah and like the super know. haunted room. No. Well, the, I know about the doll that moves in the room. Like, yeah. I guess that's one of the spirits to- that they yeah. do on the tour, but that's about it. It's worth going. Even if you don't stay on the boat, it's to go and do the tour because it's yeah. pretty interesting, the stuff they tell you. And, like, yeah. you know, they play it up a little bit. The guy we had was so deadpan. Oh. He was just like, a, but he, it was good the but way he was. It, good it was yeah, because his jokes would be like, you just didn't know he was joking until he was done saying it, and it was funny. But he gave a lot of information, and then a, a funny joke at the end where he just talked like this the whole time. Um, but we, uh, the room, the haunted room, I think is three forty, and I wanted to stay in it, but it's it's expensive. So they I got let you. they will. Yeah, Why it, don't you like it, it that was or closed for thirty years. They wouldn't let people stay in it because so many people were complaining about all the crazy stuff that's happening. And the people were pulling the number off the wall all the time for the yeah. door. So, like, we're just shutting this down. This is too crazy. They shut it down in, like, the 80s. So, they recently, this year, reopened it. And we oh were God. we stayed across from it, but it was actually on the other side of the boat. I thought it was going to be right next to it. And we went over. We're looking at it, looking at it. Um, and there's no number. I'm like, oh, this must be it because the number's gone. And uh, it was locked. And I asked the people at the desk, I said, no one's staying in it this weekend. So I knew no one was in there. So we kept messing yeah. around by the door. And uh, I'm, I'm rambling a lot. I'm trying to say, tell the story quick. But uh, we were at the door at one point. We ran into these, uh, this other couple who had an a energy meter, like a heat meter. Or whatever. Yeah, it yeah. Had, like, it's like a gun. It has a little screen on it. And the guy was like, check this out. So he's we're looking at all the doors on the boat that were near us. They're all blue. Everything's yeah. blue. Points it at you. You know, you're glowing red yeah. and yellow or whatever. Points it at the two doorknobs of the doors to go in, both red, like bright red. You touch them, they're not hot. <sighs> and it's not like, and then we did a test. We gra- I had grabbed and held another doorknob. Yeah. And for a split second, it was kind of orange where my hand was, but yeah. quickly cooled down and went back to blue. So it's not like someone was like yeah. you know, just touching it and it was, it was still like red. hand was on it, it. They were, they were like someone had an iron on the other side of them glowing. Yeah. I, I filmed that. I, got, I filmed his gun pointing at it it was crazy so then later in the night we're walking around it's two in the morning and we see a security guy who we saw like a hundred times in the boat yeah and he says uh he goes oh i'm going to check on 340 if you guys want to come in with me so he brought us into the super haunted room <laughs> it was God, yes. really cool it's worth it off season he probably didn't want to go in there alone that's why he probably said that. yeah he was, he was like hoping afraid. you guys would come with him well, yeah i'm not the one to protect him but we looked inside <laughs> and that didn't seem really weird it was the nicest room in the boat it looks totally different from the yeah. other rooms and they people they had uh stories from things that happened to them and they had kind of like painted them in like a nice like calligraphy on the wall in certain yeah. spots and said like the name and the date so yeah in your room you can look around the room and see things that happen to people in there yeah. so that that's the only place i've gone to that's like haunted but i'm like trying to get these experiences oh and things that happen to like your parents i want to happen to me so bad you have to go to casadega florida what's that it's a spiritualist camp it's on one of those uh magnetic center pools that they say really attract oh, spirits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of the psychics and mediums from across America go there uh, for the off season and it's a spiritualist camp. Uh-huh. So you can walk around and they tell you that you're supposed to uh, they have like a list of all of the cards and you're supposed to find a card that calls to you and then go and see that psychic while you're there. Have, have you done this? I have done this. The one I had was completely wrong though. But oh, I mean really? each psychic like, is different. The card you picked you mean? Or yeah, the psychic yeah, yeah. you got? Yeah. Well my mom went when she was younger mm-hmm. and they told her, I see two little girls in your future. And my mom was like, wow. I already have three sons. There's no way I'm having more kids. She had twins later on. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. I totally believe in psychics. Yeah. Some psychics. I think the ones that truly have like the yeah. instinct and they sense things. I my, The psychic I talked to lives in Florida. Yeah. And I called her on the phone. She was Nancy Reagan's advisor in the 80s. Like this lady is like legitimate. Jeez. And I found her from a, a friend who was very 
spiritual and uh her like whole family has died yeah. uh in the past and uh so she would talk to the psychic and these shamans and stuff to like you know talk to her family members so uh and she like a lot the psychic would tell her things that like were true about her family that no yeah. one would know I'm so into psychics and tarot cards and like yeah. all this supernatural stuff. It's like I'm becoming obsessed. I mean, look at oh I get this stupid thing. I'm yeah, doing a show no, right now. Amazing. I'm like obsessed. With I mean, it. you can obsess with me because like I will tell you everything. Like, there's so many places in LA even where you could film in for creepy stuff. Like, yeah. There's this uh, the most haunted hotel in LA where the Black Dahlia was last. Season. Yes. Oh my gosh. We filmed oh my there. Gosh. So and it was terrifying. It's the place that has been remodeled, right? Yeah, Downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, that Elisa like, Lamb girl. It's called Mont Rose or something like that. Yeah, the yeah. new name. You yeah, mean? I don't remember the I new remember name. I remember the new name, but but the, the place was like um, that, that girl Elisa Lamb. Do you yeah. know that whole story about that was her? The girl who like was going through the Is water you, tower. Yeah, yeah, she went in the hot water tank. They yeah. found her body in there. Yeah, that. So I do this a whole that other like, conspiracy too, yeah. thing with my friends. Like, yeah. It was like conspiracy talk show, and we're gonna go down. Film in the elevator, film the whole building. Excuse me, and they're trying to like really figure out if we can get to the bottom God, of it all. So cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm so intrigued by that whole place. But I didn't. I just recently learned on the way to the boat, my friend who came with me, she was like, "Oh, that's where the Black Dahlia was last seen." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, uh, two years ago, my other channel I work with on YouTube is called Game Grumps, mm-hmm. and uh, we wanted to film something spooky for Halloween. Oh, yeah, so we were like, yeah, let's yeah, film yeah. in this hotel where the Black Dahlia was last Yeah, year. you gotta. Um, so we, we got like this really nice suite. And we brought like the metal dowsing rods. So you rods. did. You guys all went. Yeah. Oh yeah. We got metal dowsing rods. We had like. Is this on the internet already? Things. Yeah. Oh. We did what? This, like, How come I ever heard ago. of this? Well, really? Yeah. So we did it as like a joke, right? Like yeah. we had this fantastic room. We were going throughout the room. We did like this like joke video about a ghost that was like possessing us. Yeah. And then after we we're done filming, we were all gonna spend the night in the room together, but nobody wanted to stay. That oh. room had the complete worst vibe. Like it really? felt. That. Like it was well, like, like apparently there was like energy. many murders in that building. Yeah. And, like lots of sketchy stuff in general. Oh, yeah. Going the, on. the windows are, uh, they won't open all the way because of people going there to kill themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard like that. it's crazy. Wow. The energy in that building is insane. When you first walk in, they have this huge shining style portrait of like the 1940s or whenever they opened it of yeah. all the people in suits. Like, yeah. It's fantastic. So, man, it sounds, I, I have to go there. Uh, I, was, I talk. I've been talking about that place a lot lately to like all kinds it's of people. Yeah, it just keeps coming up. <laughs> yeah. I was at some guy's apartment, like a friend of a friend, last weekend, and uh, it just his wife. I just started. I don't know how it came up, but she's like, "Oh, you know the the Elisa Lamb place." I was like, "I am obsessed with Elisa Lamb." Yeah. Man, I I. God, when you watch back that video, it's like, what it's is so, she saying? I, what is she looking for? Yeah. Like, I try to always logically think about like all these ghost stories and things I hear, even the things that happen to me. I told this. I get. I could tell you real quick. The one good thing that happened, good ghost story, I guess, that happened to me. Was uh, I was 20 years old. Uh, my girlfriend was sleeping over. She was in my bed. I was on the floor because I couldn't sleep in the bed with her. Um, but I was like really close to the door because I was on the floor. And we're just talking, talking. And then all of a sudden, the doorknob jiggles really fast. Like someone grabbed it and yeah. shook it. My brother Seth was at his girlfriend's. My brother Josh was at college. My parents were asleep. They don't get out of bed. They, that, they were downstairs with the door open. I can hear my parents snoring because it was yeah. a very small house. You yeah. can't like, the, the person couldn't have gone anywhere. Yeah. Doorknob jiggled like crazy. And I was like trying to logically think, what? What was that? A cat? No, a cat couldn't even reach that. To grip it, to then jiggle it like that. And a cat is it, 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 impossible. It's what you're just trying to think, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What these things are. Um, and then at, shortly after, um, we heard this creaking. It was a very repetitive creaking, like right at like the door, right outside the door. It was like, ring, 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 ring. And I opened the door again, tried to catch my brother. 
I thought he was messing with me. Yeah. When I stepped, stepped out just over the door, I, I made the creak. Yeah. And then I turned around and I made another creak. And I was like messing with the floor, trying to see if I could recreate it. And then I was able to recreate it exactly like, yeah. by rocking like this. And she's asked my girlfriend, like, stop, no, you're freaking me out. Yeah. Because it was like, I imagine the ghost was right there. rocking and staring at us or something. Ooh. So then I started talking. I was like, oh, it's okay. Because it made me feel better, more comfortable if I talked to it. Yeah. I was like, oh, we don't mind. Like, you, you want to show us you're here or something? She's like, shut up. She did not like it at all. Yeah. Um, but that's like the best thing that's happened to me. But I always try to logically think of what it could have been. So seeing the footage of her in the elevator, I'm like, okay. I heard she's like, got like mental condition and maybe she's uh you know hallucinating or like yeah. she thinks someone's chasing her and the people say and that how did she get to the water tower well people say that, that she possibly jumped in, uh in the uh the tank to hide from whoever was chasing her yeah and then the reason she was found naked was because they she was the water was filling up and she took her clothes off to stuff and stop the water from falling filling uh, up and it didn't work and she drowned but i heard naked. i don't remember if this is true it's been a while since i followed the story but the door to the tank was like 80 pounds and there was yeah. no way she could and have she lifted that by small. herself and they yeah. wouldn't have just left it open i know and that's what makes me think okay Something she, weird was there. Someone opened it for her or something got her in there. Yeah. It's just Nobody very knows. interesting at, at the least. We still don't know to this day, and, like, how, what happened to oh, did, why Didn't they investigate more? Or they are like, I don't know. She I, got I just there. think they just claimed it was, like, a suicide or something. Yeah, and they closed it like that. But, yeah, they just it. don't have any answers or any leads. Man, so. I'm so into that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Scary I gotta go like there. But yeah, so um, that you have some pretty good stuff, I guess, happening oh in your warehouse. I didn't, I didn't know you had it because I thought we were gonna talk a lot about like the markings and things. Oh, I didn't yeah, know yeah. all this stuff that happened to well, you in your I parents' mean, house. Since I moved out of Florida, I've never, I haven't had anything paranormal like happen to me since. Yeah. And uh, we've moved several times, lived in several different houses in the Los Angeles area. Mm-hmm. I have a real human skull collection. Like I have oh, like all God, kinds of do. human remains. <sighs> Nothing paranormal has ever happened in my house in California. So I can say wow. that I don't think that ghosts are attached to the items that I have, but yeah, I've yeah. heard that other people have had stories like that. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always wonder if it's I was debating person. what to bring with me. Because yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I want to oh, bring some, some things, things to show you. I do. Um, I brought a I couple I would love to see though. some things. Yeah. So like we said, we were talking, we were going to talk about Victorian things. Um, so I wanted to bring some Victorian morning cards to show you because... Uh, you remember they said they like to mourn mm-hmm. and they really go into it. They go into it. Yeah. So they would often take photos of... Doesn't that make you more depressed, you would think? Uh, the more you're dwelling on it and thinking I mean, about it? Or do you think it no, helps, possibly? I think it prepared people for it. Yeah. Because um, like, we don't do that enough today, and that might be why you feel... Well, yeah, people hide their do. feelings and yeah. stuff all the time. Yeah. Well, and people are telling you, like, oh, it's been a week. Like, aren't you over your mom dying right now? Oh, or I stuff know. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but back then, like, you know, funerals used to take place in the home. Yeah, um, I knew that. Yeah, so that's why they called it the living room, because that's where you go for the that's living. Right, I knew um, that. I, I've heard that. Oh, and, uh, this is cool. You're like smart. <laughs> this is like a educational. Uh, but but uh, people back then would have photos taken after they'd already died, post uh, mortem pictures. I can't look at those. Yeah, Don't, I have a couple of those. At with home you, oh, not with you, but at home with you. Yeah. 
Um, wow, that's but, uh, dead people. But yeah, but because that was the only time they perhaps had to take a picture of that person because photos were so new at the time and yeah, expensive. Like, oh, before he starts falling apart, get a picture yeah. of him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, oh. yes. Sometimes they would have the body in the house for days before they would have a photographer show up and take a picture. Isn't that funny how just now you inherently think of a dead body as like, ugh, scary, but it's natural. Yeah, it's the same yeah. thing as rotted fruit. Yeah, Why no. isn't that like, ugh, horrifying? I mean, it's been so commercialized now that people are repulsed at the idea of having a dead family member in their house. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you go to places like Mexico, you know, all oh, over yeah. the world, it's Day still very commonplace. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so back then, uh, when they couldn't take a photo, a lot of times they would also do cards like these. And uh, these are just different memory cards from like a funeral. So they would give these to people who attended uh, to say that they were there and to remember the loved one. They often have like a prayer on them, the dates, oh, the name. Cool. A lot of times they'll have like a picture of the person as well. Um, and these are great collectibles that are like really popular in like this like death society online. I mean, there's like do multiple colors. Usually I always think with all this stuff you have, some spirit would be like attached yeah. well, I mean, to it. Each like, of these, I'm getting each creeped of these out just person. looking at them. Like each of these is a different person. And those are like, real from real these dead are people. Real. Yeah, these are absolutely real. What years are those? Uh, What's this the one's 1904. This one's 1891. Like they're all so this, over the place. You give yeah, to like all the friends and family who come to the funeral? Yeah. So it's sort of like the in mem- loving memory the of trading card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. And then this is one from Italy. So even in Italy, they used to do this, um, and this one's from 1841. Wow, um, that's old. Yeah. Is that uh, I mean, Mary? Yeah, it's it's Mary, and then it has like a little quote from uh, the Bible, a prayer on the back. Sorry, I don't know why I quoted prayer, <laughs> but there's a prayer on the back from the person, and it's about their life. Their name was James Whittish. They were born in Prussia, Germany, 1841. Wow. Died in 1928. But yeah, so uh, these are great collectibles. You can get these for like $20 on eBay each. Like, I mean, I, I've just oh, collected them over them. the years. Oh, they, like, it's weird yeah. how like just letters creep me out. Yeah? Old time, I don't even want to touch them, honestly. Oh my God. I go I'm to... a baby. I feel like I will, a ghost will enter my body if I touch that. My favorite estate sale, because I go to a lot of estate sales around here. Yeah. Oh, was... my brother Seth's obsessed with them. He's always yeah. looking for old man's oh clothes. Oh my God. And I went with him to one down old the street. Yeah, because he has, he says they have a gold thing yeah. good t-shirts and stuff. So we were at one recently, and I felt so weird being in the house because it's yeah. like this guy just died. Yeah. They were like taking his stuff, yeah. but I guess it makes sense. It's like recycle stuff, get rid yeah. of stuff and reuse it. But just attaching it to the person that just died, it makes me think like I just feel weird. A lot of the a lot of the collection I have was something like that. It was an old surgeon. Uh, he was seventy years old. Seventy years old when he died. He lived in the Beverly Hills, so he had like a, mm-hmm. this amazing oh, mansion. Wow. He was one of the first surgeons who did shoulder and uh, knee replacements, oh, wow. and hip replacements. So I got um, a lot of hip joints and leg bones from him that he Whoa. would use to show and real bones, real bones. Um, because he oh, you said that earlier. In, that's right. So you would just go and buy that. You're in his house and they there's bones there. It's like, oh, here's a, yeah. this bone. Anybody yeah. want it? You're probably the only one that wanted to buy that. Oh no, no, they had a twisted skull, and when I I wanted that. I what is that? Like, like the jaw was like twisted. Like it was someone who was born with a deformity, and they used that as an example to show. And when I showed up, that was already gone. Um, but I, oh my so God. as they're cleaning out this house, they're finding all these trap doors on the floor. They're finding <gasps> more things. They found secret rooms in the house. Cause he was like a hoarder. He collected a lot of oh things. My God. Um, and he collected a lot of old photography, tin type photography and things like that. And I bought a lot of his old Victorian photo books. And a lot of those are pictures of postmortem wow. children and things. Imagine you're like the, the, 
that stupid burglar that breaks into that giant Beverly Hills house yeah. to gonna get some oh my god this place is haunted yeah. and you think the person was a murderer or oh something oh my god yeah no I, wow amazing stuff that was my favorite estate sale I ever went to he had a lot so did you know this stuff was gonna be there or you yeah. just knew he was a doctor oh no no assumed? well I knew that I knew that he had the skull um, but I didn't know that he would have like more bones and then so they said like they had a jackpot <laughs> yeah they, they in the estate sale forum they had listed that they also had tons of medical slides of like thousands and thousands of diseases and illnesses um wow. and they were encased in wax uh to protect them because they're from like the 80s yeah but i was just like that's not something you should sell like what if somebody got their hands on that? yeah yeah that <laughs> um, doesn't seem like a thing that should be out of a biohazard container yeah but wow. they were selling those too um but yeah going back to like all of these oddities and things um you can usually find a lot of these cards at uh, estate sales and things like that. Um, but another way that they would remember their dead uh, was they would usually do a, a thing like this, like a trading card, a photo of the dead person, or they would keep a little capsule of their hair and do hair oh, art. Oh, so, so that is that someone's hair in this there? This is a, a woman's hair from the Victorian era. I believe this one's from 1831. Oh my this God. was gifted this to me from a friend. This is crazy. Yeah. So I gotta show this. They would take a locket of someone's hair and keep it for forever and sometimes intricately weave it. I don't know if the This is haunted hair. I hate this. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Do you have any energy coming off of that right I, now? <laughs> I, I, I feel like my fingers are burning. Yeah. Uh, so and this is a brooch. They would wear it on a shirt, you know, or a jacket or something. Um, and you would often see everybody had these. It wasn't until uh, early 1900s that people thought it was unhygienic, so they stopped doing it. Yeah, yeah. But everybody back then used to do it. I, um, that's and, some lady's hair. Yeah. From what year? Uh, 1831, 1841. Yeah. A hundred and like sixty years ago yeah. or something. Almost, yeah. Almost. Hundred fifty years ago, about. It's absolutely oh insane. And it's crazy that you still not. It's not like rotted away. I guess hair. Oh, was know. it because it's airtight? Maybe. Or? Um, no, no. Hair actually never uh, disintegrates. That's why you can look at really? like taxidermy, and it lasts a long time. Usually, the skin oh, is. Because I guess it's like a nail in a way, right? Yeah. So that's oh, why people... It's a, bone, it's a thin bone, I guess. Yeah, people used to think that when you died, your fingernails and your hair grew really fast, but it yeah. was actually because of the skin receding oh, and the fingernails. That was another yeah. weird thing. But yeah, so the hair will last forever. Wow. Yeah. Oh my wow. gosh. Yeah, there's so much to talk about on here. Man, do you listen to that podcast, Lore? Yes. I, with, with Aaron Minky. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That podcast is so well done because he researches everything. Yeah. And most of the stories take place in like... Uh, New England, so I'm yeah. very into it. But he mentions stuff like that, like just all this, all this information you have. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh, he did an episode about uh, the doll. What's his name? Oh, it's like Andrew or something like that. I went and visited that doll in Florida. It was a doll. I don't know about this. Uh, oh, gosh, what's the name of the doll? Uh, I'll remember. Someone in the comments will know. Um, but it was this doll that was given to a kid by a slave of the family, and they wanted to make a doll for this kid and the kid would have like his room be wrecked and be like oh it wasn't me it was him and the parents are like okay that's weird and eventually like weird stuff started happening on the house they started noticing the doll started getting mad they would say because he would trash rooms when the kid wasn't even home they would hear stuff getting tossed around oh upstairs in the house God. go up the room would be wrecked and it would just be the doll there 
Um, wow. Yeah, so the kid went away to college. So apparently this part of the story, I don't know how true it is, he went away. They had to lock the doll up. They had to wrap the trunk that he was in with, like, chains and things. And then when he came back, he wanted to see the doll again. And he kept that doll with him for his entire life. But now it's on display in Key West, Florida. And the wall of his room is covered in letters from people because apparently if you don't ask the doll's permission first before you take a picture of it, it curses you and bad things will happen. So the, the wall is covered in letters from people saying things like... Please don't curse me. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sorry I took a picture of you. Please lift this curse. Like wow. every letter is saying that. It's absolutely insane. That's crazy. Yeah. Is that what Chucky's based on, you think? <laughs> I mean, probably in I part. Like, I'm sure yeah, it's inspired. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like the real-life Chucky. I mean, there's also that Annabelle doll, too. But that's oh, like Annabelle, story. I've heard about that. Yeah, that's like also based on another true story. But, oh, man. I mean, depending on how true you want to yeah. take it. Yeah. I feel like I could talk to you forever about yeah. this stuff. Yeah, oh my God. It's absolutely a fascination of mine. Wow, and like, you're like yeah. really educating me on so much <laughs> stuff. Because I'm just like, I like ghosts. <laughs> uh, but you like, this is everything. You know everything oh, about I, it. I used to want to do a book on uh, graveyard markings but somebody has since put one out and I was like ah, it's already out there but I used to travel every time I go to a different country I would want to see their best graveyards mm-hmm. and if you want to see the best graveyards graveyards you have to go to Scotland yeah um absolutely the best in uh, Glasgow there's one called the necropolis and it's just nothing but ancient graves like we're talking from like 1700s to like 1800s wow and they're so worn away that you can't even read them it's anymore just like a stone. Yeah. yeah and they have like crazy intricate carvings and uh there's even Greyfriars bobby in glasgow uh edinburgh and uh that's where uh the creator of harry potter went around and took names for the characters from the graves oh, yeah wow. so you cool. can go to like that. uh tom riddle's grave there and things like that wow yeah. that's cool that's interesting yeah a lot of harry potter tours happen there because there's also like the insane asylum that was turned into a school that hogwarts was based on right outside oh, of that really? graveyard so yeah. it's a building that's like super hogwarts looking yeah. oh it's insane yeah it's, wow yeah. I, what's the name of that place Greyfriars bobby Greyfriars bobby yeah i gotta look that up ancient graveyard yeah it's amazing i wow. highly recommend and it. the the insane asylum is on that property yeah it, well it's the or graveyard nearby. and then right behind it is there like if okay. you're in the graveyard you can see it like okay. it's right there it's like within maybe 20 feet yeah wow man it's that's awesome i really want to go to scotland scotland's supposed to be super cool it's amazing I, and it was edinburgh edinburgh Ed- edinburgh i that, mean that yeah, town's supposed to be edinburgh awesome too. anyways uh I went to apparently the most haunted place in Scotland. It was it a castle? Uh, no, it's underground. What? So Is it under- like a catacomb or something? Yeah, so they have catacombs in Edinburgh. And under the ground, ah. uh, that's where the impoverished and poor people lived back then. And uh, they gave us a tour of this. They had It had been filled in with rubble, uh, rubble to like stop people from going down there for years and years but they recently cleaned it out took out all the rubble and they were finding uh shoes down there there was like a cobbler who worked down there they were finding broken wine bottles and they could corroborate each thing to a ghost experience that a guest had had there and they had uh names for each of the ghosts and everything and like if you ever go to scotland you have to go on i'm definitely gonna look that up yeah that would be rad i i want to go travel to more like it gives me a reason to go to haunted places. Last yeah. weekend, I almost went to this place in Ventura. I just searched like places near LA that are haunted. There's a hotel in Ventura that's supposed to be pretty haunted, but I feel like nothing really happened to me besides those glowing doorknobs on the Queen <laughs> Mary. So like, what's gonna happen at this other place? I stayed yeah. in a haunted hotel in Seattle. Yeah, something definitely. I just I stupidly had a seance. I live streamed it. Um, Frankie came with me. I brought Frankie with me. Aww. 
at that hotel, I can't remember the name of it. Did he notice anything, though? Because usually yes. animals are yes. way more susceptible. That's what I was going to tell. Yeah. I, I know that. Cause I had yeah. a, we had a dog in Massachusetts who would just stare. Uh, her name is Emma, and she would just look, and she'd go like this, and she'd like look around, and we're like, oh, she's seeing the ghost. Yeah. She was a pretty calm dog, too. She wasn't like really barking, but she would definitely watch it, and then all of a sudden, she'd just go back to normal. Huh? It was like, whoa, she's seeing the ghost. <laughs> but I took Frank to, um, I can't remember the name of the hotel. If you just Google, like, it's like the first one that comes up, Haunted Hotel Seattle. It's like the one. Mm. Um, I say that the night, it turned Halloween when I slept there, and then I left on Halloween yes. to come back here. I just wanted to go for the, like a day. My friend Allison, who lives in the town where Twin Peaks uh, takes place or yeah. from what, what's that oh camera thing in the so town cool. um, she was like just outside of Seattle in um, I don't know why I'm spacing on the town but it's like where the diner is and everything yeah. she drove into Seattle and stayed with me we did like a seance and uh, it nothing really happened but what did happen was before she got there I, I wanted to stay as close as I could to the haunted room because someone yeah. was staying in there Frankie wouldn't go near the door I had to pass that door to get to our room and he didn't like it so he would hug the edge of the hallway I was like, Frank, what are you doing? And then he would then, after we got a few doors past, he would then walk down the center of the um the the you know Animals hallway. Know. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's freaking me out. And then I tried to go and live stream the door and yeah. show people because it was it was what I was doing like Facebook Live at the time, and uh, it kept losing connection. And I was like, oh, that's probably just coincidence. Did yeah. it again. My phone shut off and just did the spinning yes. wheel. I was like, what? This is now that's I'm reading into it. That's a thing people say when spirits are around. Yeah. It was nuts. Then the one more time I went back, the, the only thing that stood out was again, I went back uh, with Allison. I was like, let's go up to the door. Yeah. And we started doing our live stream before the sands. We're going to go to the door. And we walked up and Frank was like, he's, he's right here. He follows yeah. you everywhere. Yeah. He's like on my ankle constantly. Um, we were walking to the hallway. He stopped and he wouldn't go back beyond the door next to our room and it was like four it was like down the hallway no. four doors and he just sat there and wouldn't move and I was like he's seen it too much stuff or something he's not liking going past his door yeah. he was not even coming down the hall and there's two of us he doesn't like being left alone yeah. that was a big sign to me is that okay something's up with this room Yeah, and th- nothing great happened to me and then the next morning right before I left I was on the toilet about to leave about to check out and my doorknob went it turned and the door opened a little bit mm. and I had closed it all the way. Yeah. And it turned and opened, but it didn't like pull open. It just opened a little. So my mind was like, oh, maybe like I didn't pull it all the way. And it like just came undone and like, you know, uh, you know, just opened. I was like trying yeah. to rationally think about it. But I remember pulling it and clicking it. Yeah. I was like, no, I pulled it and clicked it. And I got big chills. And that's why I had to start talking out loud. I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> how's it going? And apparently it's like some woman in the hotel. That's yeah. they, all, all the stories they tell you. But yeah, nothing like solid happened to me there. But I'm trying to go to as many places as I can to yeah. get like some good stories. Oh my gosh, there's so many places to go to. You really got to make the pilgrimage up to the Winchester Mystery House. Yeah, that is that like is top of my list right fantastic. now. Fantastic. Yeah, I I, I listened to a lot of stuff on her, and and I, and I think there was a lore episode on her, and he talked about just you know like because she was just kind of went crazy and was just yeah. building and oh, building until the insane. guy came home, right? Uh, no, her she she did it until she died. But wasn't she doing it because she thought if she stopped, she couldn't stop adding to the house until her husband came home to her or something? You know, oh, you got to tell me so now. Worse. I feel like okay. I need to have you come back for yeah. a second episode. Oh my God, but can, I would love to. If you tell the story, then we, yeah. I guess we can wrap it up after that. Uh, so she was a Harris of the Winchester Rifle Foundation. Not foundation, but company. Uh, and she was a very devout uh, visitor of psychics. And a close psychic friend of hers told her, 
you know, you are being haunted by the people who have been killed by your rifles. So you Whoa. need to confuse the spirits so they can't find you and hurt you. That's what it was. Yeah. So oh. she had to keep building the house to scare the uh, confuse the spirits. So there were doors that would open on the second floor and to nothing. Which was, makes it even creepier knowing the reason she was doing it because she was being yeah. haunted. Oh, my God. And, like, so there were stairwells that go into the ceiling. You can look up pictures. I'm sure if you watch, like, top ten haunted places in America yeah. on TV, you've seen that featured in one of those type shows. Um, but there was actually a, a section of the house where she used to live and uh, there was this huge earthquake that happened and uh, she got locked into the room and she had to have servants come and get her out of that room and she ended up closing that side of the house off completely because wow. she said that the spirits didn't like her building in that direction and that was them tormenting her. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So many crazy stories. I didn't that know that yeah. it was that, but I listened to that episode. Maybe I just didn't remember that. That's even creepier. I yeah. just remembered it being, oh, she was just like, you know, kind of lost her mind and was just adding to the house because she missed her husband or something like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, she lived, she didn't have a spouse after he died, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Man. I don't know. They do all kinds of tours there, though. You can go under the house. We did a tour of underneath the oh, house yeah. and the house itself because they had a had to have like a coal shoveler down there. They even tell you stories about Teddy Roosevelt coming to the house because he wanted to meet her and congratulate her on her amazing house. And yeah, a servant and he's like, uh, what the heck? <laughs> a, a servant answered the door. I don't know if you would say servant, even maid. Yeah. A maid came to the door and was like, if you want to apply for a job, you got to go around the back like everybody else. And he never came back. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt? Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, like, there's so many stories about that house. You have to do an wow. episode just Oh, that. totally. Yeah. I'm going. I'm so motivated right now yeah. to do all this. It's, it's, I, but I get so scared. It's like, I kind of think this is probably, what if this is like, I'm so afraid of death. What if this is what kills me? That ghost is going to haunt me so bad. It's going to like, I'll just have a heart attack. You just need to come to terms with it that you are going to die one day. Make yourself comfortable with it and then live the best life you can now while you can. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And just read as many ghost stories as I can. Yeah. Because then I'll start reading these ghost stories and they'll be like, oh, we know you. You were talking all about us and I'll make friends when I get over there. Maybe you're too scared and the ghosts know. Like, maybe you need to try and open yourself up more to the experiences. I bet you more would happen to me. Because you might be holding yourself back a bit more. I think I would experience a lot more if I did open myself up like that and was more accepting because I I think ghosts are like waiting to knock on my door. Yeah. I honestly feel that way. I mean, from what you're saying, they're actually on the doorknob several yeah, times yeah, now. Yeah, they're that waiting. was good. And that guy, the couple that was there, they go there all the time. They live, live in Long Beach. He's like, we come here all the time. He's like, we never saw these glowing like this before. So we're going to park alone here, and the ghosts are like red hot right now. There's something about you and doorknobs. Mm, you oh, yeah, my that. doorknob. I didn't even realize that. It's, well, it's like, that's I mean, the like the story of you sleeping on the floor in the doorknob, mm -hmm. the like hotel room in Seattle. Yeah. Oh, in the Seattle one! <gasps> and then the one on the oh! Canary. There's something about you and doorknobs and ghosts. You that's need to investigate this more. That's freaking me out. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, we, we just proved it. I'm haunted. <laughs> just figured it out. All right, well, thank you for joining me. Thank Susie. you for having me on. I'm this so happy so you came. This has been awesome. Yeah, of course. All right, well, that is the whole story that I'm Nathan Barnett, former grave digger from New England. Thanks for watching. I'll see you later. Bye.